Good morning. I'm pleased to be able to announce that Father Matthias, our pastor, has been released from the hospital and is now at our rectory. Today's gospel is a reading of an Easter account from the Gospel of Luke. It begins with the event that took place on the evening of Easter. Jesus had appeared to two of the disciples on the road to Emmaus. You may recall those two disciples walking and talking, and the Lord caught up to them and joined their conversation. They did not recognize him, and he asked them, what are you discussing? And one of them said, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know of the things that have taken place these days, the things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet, mighty in deeds and word? And then our Lord ex explained all the scriptures to them. And then he ate with them. And he took bread, said the blessing, and broke the bread and gave it to them. And with that, their eyes were opened, and they recognized this was Jesus. Their hearts were on fire, and they ran back seven miles all the way to Jerusalem to tell Peter and the other apostles that they had seen the Lord. Our gospel today begins with this reading when the two disciples are gathered together with the other apostles and explaining to them what they saw on the way to Emmaus. And at that moment, Jesus appears to them despite their being locked doors. I believe that while our Lord was with the two disciples going to Emmaus, he celebrated the first Easter Mass. And allow me to explain. As you know, our Mass consists of two basic parts, two main parts, the litany of the Word and the litany of the Eucharist. Our Lord is the celebrant in this Mass. And the liturgy of the Word occurred when, and I'm quoting, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, the Lord interpreted for them all that referred to him in all the scriptures. And then he sat down with them at Emmaus and said the liturgy of the Eucharist. Our Lord took bread, said the blessings, broke it, and gave it to them. Do those words sound familiar to you? They're the identical words that our Lord used at the Last Supper when he instituted the Eucharist. In today's gospel, the apostles are meeting behind closed doors, locked doors, and they feared what had happened to our Lord would happen to them. And when Jesus appears to them, although they recognize him, they think he's a ghost. So Jesus shows them his hands and his feet. He even ate a piece of fish to demonstrate that he's not a ghost. He explains the scriptures leading up to that moment and says, quote, 
Thus it is written that the Messiah would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. Then he tells the apostles, they are witnesses of those things. You are witnesses to those things. Our Lord calls his disciples to be witnesses, and he calls us to be witnesses. In a court of law, when someone is called to be a witness, that person has to swear or affirm that he or she will tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. We are witnesses of Jesus Christ, and we're called to give testimony that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. We are being called to testify that there's more to life than the physical. There is the spiritual. And we are called to proclaim that Christ came, suffered, dies, and rose from the dead so that we could have a share in his eternal life. In the readings today, our Lord makes two appearances. The first was to the two disciples during the travel from Jerusalem to Emmaus. The second was in the locked room with the rest of the apostles. The two disciples traveling to Emmaus were told to us by Luke to be downcast with doubt and the apostles were in the locked room because of fear for their lives. Our Lord many times seeks us out when we are troubled, when we have doubts, when we have fears. And his first words to his apostles were, peace be with you. He was reassuring them this was more than just a peace of lack of war. It was a loving peace. Jesus is telling us, I am with you, never to leave you, never to desert you, always to be with you. Yet, just like the two disciples who were walking to Emmaus with him, Many times we do not recognize our Lord, even though he's near us, even though he's walking with us. As we celebrate the Eucharistic sacrifice of the body and blood of Christ, let us ask God to open our eyes so that we might recognize him in our presence. This is the living Christ among us. Amen? Who in this country is going to stand up for what is right and true, for what is just and moral? Who is going to do that? You and I are being asked to do so. We are the witnesses to Jesus Christ. I've had the honor of being in many trials as an attorney in my career. And I can usually discern 
between a good and a bad witness. A good witness is convinced that he is telling or she is telling the truth. They do not waver. They are sincere. They speak with conviction and confidence. Indeed, our Lord in today's gospel gives us a great example of what a great witness can be. He was the first witness to his resurrection. The fact that he is alive after being, having been publicly crucified and died is the first of the proofs of his resurrection. He talked with them, ate with them. And the apostles are also witnesses to his resurrection. First, they saw him in today's gospel. We read about it. At first, they thought he was a ghost, but now they realized that he was the risen Christ. But even so, they were hesitant to go out of that room. They feared for their own lives. And then the Holy Spirit came upon them at Pentecost. Just as the Lord had told them in chapters 15 and 16 of John. As you know, the apostles, upon receiving the Holy Spirit, changed from a fearful, scared group to being bold and courageous. They went out and performed miracles, curing the lame, the blind, the lepers. The apostles were on fire with the Spirit even unto death, 11 of the 12 apostles died as martyrs. And our Lord told them before doing so, no one under God can follow me and perpetuate a falsehood. These apostles died as martyrs, and that's proof that they were truthful witnesses. They didn't have to die if they didn't want to profess that truth. If they wanted to lie, they could have done so. They testified to the entire church and the whole world that Christ had risen from the dead. Witnessing is not only preaching the word, it is living the word. And that means more than merely posting it on Facebook. We must live what we believe. This is true witnessing. All of us have received the Holy Spirit in baptism and again in confirmation. Like the apostles, we must let the world know what the reality is that really matters. We've been called to do this by our Lord personally. And before ascending to heaven, our Lord assured us that he would be with us until the end of time. He's walking with each of us now, and he's doing so because we are witnesses to him. We must let the world know of this reality. That's what we've been called to do. We have the information and the grace 
We have the knowledge and the faith. Now we're being called to be witnesses to Christ. Amen? God love you.